This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Kia ora, namaste. Assalamu alaikum. Talofa. Sasa Access media is important to me. And to me. And to me. And to me. And to Aotearoa. We produce content that is made by you, for you, and about you. Otago Access Radio is one of 12 stations across Aotearoa. Dedicated to making radio and podcasts by and for women, children, people living with disabilities, minority communities, and all Kiwis with stories, experiences, and voices to share. In the last year alone, our stations have produced 25,000 hours of content in more than 49 languages. We've been going for 40 years. But this is just the beginning. Together, we're going to create new content, new connections, and new friendships. We're going to find our passions and embrace our vulnerabilities. We're going to celebrate our communities in times of joy and support them in times of crisis. We're going to make you laugh, make you cry, make you think. We're going to be our total authentic selves in our voices, on our terms. Our difference is that we're not the same as everyone else. Our biggest strength? That we're not the same as everyone else. Access Media is yours. Mine. Ours. Make the next 40 years yours. We're your station. Find your people. Or FM Dunedin. Yes, and Access Media throughout Aotearoa celebrating this 40-year milestone. This grassroots network of 12 community access radio stations has evolved over 40 years into an alliance of broadcasters that transmit daily in more than 49 languages across the country, publishing also a massively diverse array of podcasts online and accessible to everyone. And celebrating this 40-year milestone warranted a book sharing the mic. The history of community access radio in Aotearoa, New Zealand, was launched at Parliament at an event hosted by the Minister of Broadcasting at the end of April. This book, researched and co-written by Brian Pauling and Bromwyn Beatty of the New Zealand Broadcasting School, is out now. And Bromwyn Beatty joins us to talk about that. Um, Morena, lovely to have you with us, Bromwyn. Thanks for being with us on the Awesome Morning Show. Great to be here. Bronwyn, uh, take us back to the origins of this project for you. Sure. So Brian Pauling, um, the the co-author, has had a long association with Access Radio, Access Media. Um, He established Plains FM in Christchurch, and um, he well understood the the sector, um, recognised that the 40-year anniversary was coming up. And so he approached New Zealand On Air with the suggestion of um, writing a, a book documenting the the overall history and trajectory of, of the sector and um, no such account had been written to that point. So um, that was agreed and it's a big project, you know, uh, 12 stations, 40 years, a lot of work and therefore having two of us on board was a good idea and so he tapped me on the shoulder and, and I was really willing and keen. Brian Pauling, definitely someone who's uh, held in very high regard in many in many places, but of course, in particular with Access Media, he kind of almost literally wrote the book on what Access Media was, didn't he? Yes, yes, that, that's right. Yeah, the, the sort of um, handbook of of yeah the, the key values of what uh, you know each station should be aiming for, and and you know the content that they deliver, and you know, suggestions you know, right through from how to create a trust, you know, or um, you know, the fact that the trust could should reflect the community, and you know bring different values and ideas and experiences to that, um, right through to you know, the. Um, explaining the 36C um, 
idea, you know, the, the different groups that need to be given access to to access media. Bronwyn, if you could pinpoint the flashpoint, the, the thing that, that sparked access media into existence, what would it be? I think the in the eighties um, there was you know, the, the the real shift where neoliberal ideas were um, taking hold and you know, the privatisation and commercialisation of the media and so you know, that therefore means that it's about selling advertising to the majority but you know that that means that there are so many people who don't see or hear themselves in in across all of the media um, and so as a group um, in Wellington it contacted National Radio as it was then and you know, asked for you know, access to, to be given some time to go to air and ultimately um, a Cook Island Society went to air on 4 April 1981 and, and that was the, um, the genesis of Access Media. And so now we have these these 12 entities which are connected through an alliance, the Community Access Media Alliance, but are all individually um, owned, operated uh, locally. There, there are differences, there are commonalities, right? And, and in that regard, uh, you would have found a whole host of different origin stories as you went around the country. Yes, it's it's fascinating the the different ways that each station ultimately um, you know, went to air, and that's it's partly why in the book you know, we could have written it thematically, but it, it made sense to have a chapter devoted to each station because you know as you say they they all sort of, um, have their own story to tell, and um, you know for instance with. Uh, or FM, you know, the origins lie in, um, rather than setting up its own station, it was about um, the Otago Community Broadcasters Society got together and um, got commitment from New Zealand on air with funding to provide um, a weekly amount of, of content, but that didn't go to air on a single station. It was um, delivered to um, 4YC, which was a, a national radio AM station and also um, Radio One um, student FM station. So it was this great idea of for uh, avoiding the expense of a frequency of premises, etc., and and delivering content onto these other um, stations. Ultimately, it didn't work um, because it was messy delivering access media um, on another station. You know, so sort of content around it you can imagine a student station and then um, bringing in access media but you know it was that idea of being innovative and and trying new ideas and and yeah other stations had different ways of going to where you said about wellington that joined up and was hosted by um, national radio rnz in those early days so yeah different stories and it makes for a yeah, yeah, the the objectives and intentions of those that initial group has a real impact on on um, you know the, the story of the station. Would it be fair to say, Roman, that in each of the twelve stations there are a handful of key individuals that had to work mightily hard to establish Access Media as a as a presence locally, and to whom we owe a great deal. Definitely, yes, yeah, it, it's. It does seem that it's 
especially in those um, sort of key moments, you know, the origins, but maybe when there's um, a transitional point for a station where they're really looking to change gear um, in terms of you know, how they run the station or what kind of content they deliver. Yeah, there are, there are people who have put a huge amount of energy into that and that's um, that might be kind of well behind the scenes. Like I, I, I believe that um, Stuart McLaughlin is, is still the one and only treasurer that ORFM has had. Yeah, that, that's, that's a huge commitment and um, that, that someone has given for such a period of time. But also you know, it might be the, the managers or the, um, the broadcasters. You know, some of those people have also been on air for a, a long time and had a big impact. Indeed, uh, here on ORFM we still have uh, one of our very earliest broadcasters uh, with us, Marvin Hubbard, still producing his Community or Chaos. And I guess as, uh, in, in the terms of your research, Bronwyn, you would have had a chance to meet and talk with some of these broadcasters. Yeah, it's been a wonderful project in that regard. I've, I've really enjoyed um, meeting so many people um, in terms of the, whether they're broadcasters or in, um, station managers, past and present. And yeah, you know, the, without um, every single person has been committed. You know, as you say, with um, Marvin, with community or chaos. To be on air for that long, that, that means that there's there's some real importance about access media for them. And, uh, it's I've really enjoyed engaging with those people, um, hearing their stories, and, and you know, obviously the, the book is has a, a has to fit a um, a certain number of words, and unfortunately we haven't been able to include all of the stories that we've heard. Um, really, you know, Brian and I have been saying it almost ad nauseum, you know, each station deserves a book of their own um, and that, that task lies with someone else other than us. But, um, yeah, that, there's so much more to say for each station. Roman, you mentioned the relationship with New Zealand On Air. That's uh, a critical and integral one uh, to this day uh, and in most cases uh, the uh, the most significant relationship being that of a, of a funder and supporter. Uh, how would you describe the way that relationship has evolved? I think um, Access Radio and, and into Access Media has um, always had a, 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 a strong relationship with New Zealand on air. Um, but it, yeah, yeah, there's been times where New Zealand on air has had to be, um, you know, engage with the station closely and, and ensure that they uh, deliver the, the content that they are contracted to do. Um, and, you know, to, to meet the funding obligations. Um, but know that the relationship is really good and, and, and increasingly so right now, I would say that there's the, um, you, know, you mentioned the sort of the campaign and the alliance, that there's, there's a greater energy right now around Access Media that collectively Access Media is talking with New Zealand on air. And I think that's a really good thing, that um, it's, it's not a single station um, talking, that there's that sense of um, all facing the same issues or uh, thinking about similar ideas. And if some one station is doing something, perhaps that idea could um, you know, be done elsewhere and... and um, so no, I think it is it is a positive relationship at the moment, and as you say, it is a really important one. Um, Access Media is heavily reliant on the the funding from New Zealand on air. Um, it's it's increasingly hard 
there's a smaller pool of you know, funding in terms of grants, etc., for each station to, to draw on. So to have that consistent um, financial support there and having supported Access Media for so long, you know, New Zealand On Air is invested in, in Access Media. They, they want it to succeed and, and are there to listen and um, assist. Forty years ago, Roman, we were talking exclusively about radio and we were talking exclusively about AM radio. It's a different landscape now, isn't it? And hence we have this reference to access media as opposed to just radio. That's right. It's, it's very different. Um, you know, radio was identified as a, a, a you know, when access media was being thought about and, and, and how it might work. You know, um, obviously, television is, is an expensive um, mode and print was you know, more limiting and therefore radio was seen as you know, efficient and effective. But And, and that also was why it was you know, geographically, you know, so we have the 12 stations and they're um, focused on those locales. But now, you know, yeah, digital means that... Um, any content can be made available um, on multiple platforms and globally, let alone um, locally. And that's you know, that's a wonderful addition. Um, Brian and I believe that the uh, terrestrial, um, terrestrial, gosh, I'm not pronouncing that very well, but you know, the, the regular broadcast is really important that um, despite the way that um, online is is being picked up by many audiences and, and has that global reach, that it remains accessible. And to have the different ways of access means that you can increasingly meet um, people's needs. Not everybody is digitally proficient. They might not have um, the personal capability, but e- equally they may not have a, a secure internet. And so um, on, uh, continuing the, the broadcast we, we see is important. And so we come uh, from that point really into why access media exists at all and and that is to serve those audiences, to serve those communities who are otherwise underrepresented and there's even a piece of legislation that, that identifies certain groups and access media stations uh, report um, to New Zealand On Air about the content that, that they produce to meet the needs of those communities. What was your sense, uh, putting the book together, of the importance of this opportunity for those who are otherwise unheard? Really important. You know, there were um, many stories of people saying how empowering it is and you know, um, that uh, ability to to communicate um, with, with their you know, um, directly with their community, but also that sense that other people can tune in and um, so they can hear and hear about other experiences and um, ways of thinking and beliefs that, um, yeah, just encourage sympathy and um, empathy rather and, and social connection. Um, it, it's, it is really important. I, I see you've got a, a program at or I am no longer a refugee. I think just that title is really powerful, that people who come to New Zealand under um, difficult circumstances, they're given this opportunity to tell their story themselves as opposed to um, it, it having to relay it and, and it be recounted um, 
by a journalist, being able to personally deliver that message, to be upskilled, uh, to feel that sense of value. You know, you've come into a new country, a new community, um, and be um, told that you know, we care enough that we've got this platform for you to um, engage, not only locally, but perhaps with family at home. You know, as you are saying before, with the digital mode, people overseas can hear. And so it, it just assists with people's um, sense of belonging. And um, you know, anyone enjoys being able to, to tell their story and, and that sense of, of being heard. This book, Sharing the Mic, the History of Community Access Radio in Aotearoa, New Zealand, is uh, available for purchase through Free Range Press, through their website, and available at local bookstores as well. It's a, it's a wonderful piece of work, uh, and I know a lot of time and effort went into uh, bringing it to us. Um, Dr. Brian Pauling's work, of course, and Dr. Bromman Beatty, who's... Uh, joined us this morning on the Awesome Morning Show. Kia ora, thanks so much for your hard work and thanks so much for joining us today on ORFM's Awesome Morning Show, Bronwyn. Oh, my pleasure. Kia ora. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.